For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a thing with the latest Newcastle news, gossip and social stories as they break. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. This is your Norwich preview. Um, I shouldn't be that excited after what happened earlier, but to talk about our upcoming match and potential, we'll talk about this. A win could mean virtual safety for Newcastle, here, just based on how many games are left and stuff. Uh, I bring you the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. Was good, people. Um, I'm excited to be here. Uh, excited to talk a little Norwich, um, a team that you know Newcastle could lose to again. So uh, just just remind yourselves, people. Uh, it's not a given. I'm just this, Greg. I have to tell people off the bat before we start talking about how much we're going to destroy them by. I have to remind them that it is possible Newcastle could lose this match, but. Um, I don't think it's likely, and if you want to hear some more hot takes, follow me on the Twitters <laughs> at Elijah underscore Newsome. Greg, can people follow you on Twitter, or can they reach you via MySpace, uh, AIM? What, what are you on nowadays? I'm a, I'm a Tinder only. Oh. I no, I'm yeah, married um, with a Tinder. That's a <laughs> recipe for success. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at NUFC underscore Greg and our podcast at chn underscore radio also make sure to check out our website and our main twitter account which is coming home nufc on twitter and then our website is coming home newcastle.com uh we have we're gonna have elijah's preview article up there we have my bi-weekly report that's out there we have graham's training article we have brian's uh we're off of people article yeah <laughs> it's mainly about i i guess that's a crap sell by my part there but it's about the moral dilemma that is the takeover that's happening so there's a lot of stuff but you also get a good preview from elijah on this match um so let's get into it shall we mm. Mm, that means yes and elijah yes first thing we'll talk about is the last time we played norwich uh, we did want to do this, but we have to bring it up. Three to one, Norwich City beat Newcastle, and it was a Timu Puki hat trick. Yeah, a third of his goals for the season came from this one match. <laughs> yeah, um, he had a ten rating on who scored, which is what happens when you get a hat trick. You get a ten. Um, there, the goal for Newcastle was uh, John Joe. He got that one. Um, I, I mean, I guess it was just pretty miserable overall. 
<laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh, it was just early on in the season. You expect to lose the, our first match, um, and then like it was just it was just not a great visual for Steve Bruce um, because this was a team that like on paper at the time and still it's kind of been proven had not really made a lot of necessary improvements in order to be competitive at the Premier League level. We, meanwhile, Newcastle had just spent sixty million pounds in the summer with a further roughly eighteen to twenty million pounds spent this past January. Brought in some signings, brought in Andy Carroll. Like there was a lot that Newcastle had done to make themselves a, a stronger side. And the hope was that you would be able to destroy inferior opponents like Norwich. And that did not happen. <laughs> that did not. Uh, Norwich had 63% of possession. They definitely took over. Uh, but I don't think that will be the case this time because, to be honest, Norwich has gotten pretty bad. And we'll talk more about that. Um, let's do it. Why? Well, first, why do you hate Norwich? Well, Greg, this is it's simple. It's simple. Every single player at Norwich pisses me off for this one reason. Okay. They all wear Mormon underwear. Oh, do they? Oh, yes. Yes, they, they are head to toe, covered in silk, with inefficient ways to use the restroom. And that just pisses me off. As a man who enjoys using the restroom quite frequently, I'd like for it to be as efficient as possible. And Mormon underwear does not allow for that. So that's that's reason number one. Plus, it's kind of dorky. By kind of dorky, I mean extremely dorky. Plus, their mascot's lame. Canaries are not as cool as magpies, um, and I don't know. I think that's a pretty straightforward point there. Um, yellow and green is a terrible color combination, um, and I don't know. I just they just they, like nothing about Norwich screams Premier League. It just it feels like they belong in the Championship or below. Like they they deserve to stay in the Championship. Like as ter- what is that thing called? Uh, purgatory championship purgatory for Norwich. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I, I did some research on this. Just checking oh, Urban you, Dictionary. You did some research. Yeah, did some did Thank some you for research your service. On why we hate all uh, Norwich. Mm. Um, the first thing that, that popped up was about this uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a college which exemplifies hell frozen over. Oh, Nor- located in Northfield, Vermont, Norwich oh. College. Oh, shout out Norwich College. Uh, frightfully skewed male to female ratios. Oh. Wait, massive sausage fest parties. Oh, okay, in the wrong way. They need to go to College of Charleston. <laughs> Have you heard about College of Charleston? It's like a seven yes. to one girl to guy ratio. I have a friend that actually works there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Norwich University in the middle of nowhere, Vermont. Oh. So what I'm hearing uh, is they're not relevant enough to even have. They're so irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that a small little town in the state that most people in America haven't heard of is the first thing that pops up. Um, now, there are some things about the one in England. But you got to um, scroll have, to like page eight to get the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and we have it's a it's a small doll city in the eastern backwaters of England has no major transport links within any part of the UK. And that is not by accident. Um, that's one. Another one is a town full of inbreds, each of them having six fingers of at least one of their hands. <laughs> their football team is renowned for being able to play better in the snow and icy conditions 
than other teams due to the fact that their four legs do not slip as much. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was not expecting that at the end. That's good. To, That's to use them in a sentence, damn, we lost to Norwich. No one ever loses to Norwich. <laughs> oh, Guy no. number two, was it snowing? Guy number one, yes. There's your problem. Bunch of inbreds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was that was wild. I loved every yeah. moment of that. Yeah, that was that was needed. That's definitely the best definition I've heard of any other oh, yeah. team that we've done so <laughs> Okay, so not really good look for Norwich there. So let's let's get into lineups and injuries for this match. Um, I actually have that information available now, so you'll be proud of me, Elijah. Mm-hmm. Say, say like, wow! I'm so proud of you, Greg. Well, I mean, you you delayed us from recording in order to get the information ready, so I don't know if I need mm. to say that I'm proud of you now. It's kind of okay. an understood thing. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm uh, proud of you, Greg. That Tim, there you go. Millennials. <laughs> Tim Clothes, he's out. Oh, he's sidelined. Uh, ben Godfrey suspended. Oh. Got a red card. That sucks. Um. It looks like Grant Hanley, if you remember him. Damn it. Uh, he's going to be starting along of Oh, good. Zimmerman. Okay. Uh, Grant Hanley started and scored in their FA Cup match. He also played well against Newcastle. Yes. <laughs> the last match, too. Emiliano Buendia, Todd Cantwell, and Ibrahim Amadou will all be assessed by the injury team. It's still not clear whether or not each any of those three will be playing. Um if they do fail, then like their fitness, then it will be Lucas Rupp and Ono Hernandez or Neil Ono O N E L. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, that's a Onil Onil Ono That's Norwich's injury situation. Um, Newcastle. We have this is my list of players that are out: Lauren Lejeune, Jetra Willems, Javier Minkio, Jack Colback, LL. Paul Dummett, Dwight Gale, Yoshinori Muto, Ki Sung Young, and Emil Croft. Uh, it looks like Andy Carroll is still in doubt. So we'll see what Steve Brucey has to say about that. Elijah, walk us through this lineup. Um, I mean, there's, uh, yeah, it it's it should be interesting. Um, you know, depending on like I don't, I don't know, I'd go. Richie, left wing back. Um, oh, get up! Yeah, I mean, that's that's not really that hot of a take. Um, <laughs> Richie, left wing back. Uh, with uh, I guess we'll go. Share Clark and Lascelles. Maybe Fernandez. I feel like maybe Fernandez because I feel like Clark got to run out the last time. It, I I think it will be share. We'll go share Clark Lascelles. Let's just go with that for now. Um, with Yedlin filling at that other spot. I think, because John Joe Shelby um, looks to not be fit right now, um, that Nabil Bentaleb will start in his place alongside Isaac Hayden uh, with a front three of Jolenton, uh, uh, accompanied by Miguel Almiron and St. Gucci Max. There's a lot of talk about whether or not Lazaro can make his debut. I don't know. Um, I don't know, Greg. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, there's, there's a lot of talk about – I mean, he's definitely – fit and he's been in training and he actually participated in warm-ups there's pictures of him participating in warm-ups and stuff before um the Oxford match so like he's he's available um do you think he he makes a start here against Norwich 
I I think so. Okay. I, from what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, it's like he's going to be good to go for this match. But I don't deny that. I'm just saying, the, do the you start him? Yeah. yeah. The start's the question, and I think the answer, it, it really just depends on Yedlin to yeah. me. Um, if Yedlin is definitely good to go, remember he got a knock against Oxford. Yeah. So I don't know if they want to rest Yedlin. I, I understand that. And then Lazaro for sure will play. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what it comes down to. But I'm going to go, if I have to give an answer, I'm saying yes. Okay, that's fair. Um, and yeah, I think if he's going to start, it's going to be at that right wing back position. Um, Gable Bond forward, all that all that good stuff. Um, yeah, that's all I got for lineups. Yeah. Okay. So we're we'll uh well actually I'll I'll tell you a little what I so what what was your midfield again? I had Bentaleb alongside Hayden. Okay, yeah, that would be great. It doesn't look like Well what about Shelby? Uh, I just read that Shelby is apparently injured, so Oh really? Yeah. I didn't I don't have him on this, so Well I mean it was it came out today that he's he's not fully fit. Mm, well, that will change things. Yeah, that's why, I mean, I, normally I would 100% take Shelby, but apparently he's not fully fit, so. I wrote I wrote today in my bi-weekly that uh, Bentaleb and Shelby would be like a really cool duo to see because they play the opposite way. Yeah. Um, Shelby hitting those long balls, and he, he because of that, he's not really getting up into the, ta- the attack, and Bentaleb's more of a short, ball player and build into the attack so i think they would complement each other nicely so but hayden will too yeah um, oh and yeah. final word on shelby uh out for a month according to daily mail with a nagging uh, hamstring injury Jeez. yeah so all right there you go um who's our, who's your striker i had joel linton uh because <laughs> yeah, i don't I I'm, think so oh uh, yeah i'm danny rose <laughs> Danny Rose. Yeah. Uh, Steve Bruce. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Steve uh, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to Actually, Longy's going to be up at up top. Yes. There we go. There we go. Or yeah, Maddie or Sean? No, no. Maddie is Maddie. Sean is Longy. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Because you've got Matt Ritchie, you've got Maddie. You've got oh. Matt, you've got Maddie, and you've got Longy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Steve Bruce, man. Um. Cool. Let's take a break. Let's talk about this match, and we're gonna do that right after this message. Okay, Elijah, what does Newcastle United, our dearest Newcastle United, have to do to beat Norwich and not lose three to one? I think uh, uh, one. We 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 don't often plug. We actually do plug other podcasts on here a fair bit. Um, but Pod Upon Time, I think that's the name of that, right, Greg? The Athletic Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. they they actually brought up a really Pod good on point. the time. Is that what you said? Sure. I yeah, don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Well, just type in Athletic Podcast, and actually, <laughs> that's not how you find podcasts anymore. Um, but anyway, they brought up a really good point in their episode that they dropped on Wednesday. Um. I get, yeah, Wednesday morning, um, that really uh, made me think about Newcastle. And it's something I've said, but they kind of put what I said and articulated a little bit better. It seems like this this team, um, there are individual players that are able to play the attacking style that Steve Bruce wants to play. But for the most part, the team as a whole is built to absorb pressure and counterattack. And so um, I think 
especially when you're going up against the last place team in the league with 17 points. I think that the the fans are going to want to see Newcastle really go for it and like attack, 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 attack. But in reality, Newcastle have played their best this season when they haven't done that. Um, so I think that's going to be the key is to stick to that game plan because even though it's not fun to watch and it's not great, the personnel we have lead us at this moment right now in time. Now, you know, who knows what Bruce starts to do towards the end of the season when, you know, safety secure. Maybe we start playing a little bit differently. Uh, who knows what happens in the summer when different guys are moved and you can, you know, when you sell Saive, you sell Key, you sell Muto, and you have the ability to bring in other players that fit this, uh, uh, fit a more attacking style of football. But for now, the players we have, the team we have, um, the best case scenario for Newcastle is to just sit back, absorb some of the pressure. You have to just trust that your your defense is going to be solid, your back line is going to be solid, and that they're not going to be able to create many legitimate chances against you um, because, you know, they're not really good at creating chances and attack them on the counter. Um, that's simple as that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I mean, you, I'm kind of like a broken record here. Oh. <laughs> But it's it's what you said. I mean, it's we have to. Pl- that's the only way that we for sure get results for. Yeah. If we don't play this way, we don't get results. So I, I don't think. Well, Rod's still four one, dude. Can't argue with results. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> that took you for a doozy. Yeah, I know. Um. Yeah, I just like we have to to bunker here. I would I would love to see us play through the middle a little bit more. Yeah, get the ball to whoever is starting. I'm assuming it's going to be Bentaleb, and then the other one is kind of up in the air. But yeah. I would like Hayden. I think um, the the form of Sean Longstaff hasn't been great, so it's good. Yeah. I mean it's it's tough to justify continuing to give him matches um, at this rate, but unless unless yeah. Unless we need him at right wing back or right center back, or at or at striker, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would love to play through the middle more, and and we just I would love to see attackers get a goal on these counter attacks, but we we need to continue to uh, to counter bunker and counter even at home. We have we've done solid at home, so I think with Norwich's form, like if we bunker and counter here, we should comfortably win yeah that's what i, that's what I, I they say. just don't have the talent right now um to really break down a defense like ours especially with that holding that deep lying midfielder like bentaleb or whoever it is maybe it's hayden uh sitting mm-hmm. just just above the it's just going to be hard for them to break us down um and there should be plenty of interceptions had and you know be able to move the ball pretty quickly up the pitch so yeah yeah bunker bunker <laughs> yeah exactly uh norris players to look out for Oh, I think I think I know who you're going to say. Um, so you can go ahead and spare us and give us the who, who you think. Well, it's Tim Cruel. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. Um. Well, it what would be amazing is if Wendia isn't in. So Wendia is their best player. Really? He has, I think, seven assists on oh, the yeah, year. Oh, yeah, he does. He has, like, you know, he's, he's... He's really good. He's the one that makes things happen for them. He's 23, too. Huk- Quite young. Huki is obviously finishing them, but the person who is creating all, all of it is 
Buendia. Yeah. So if Emilio isn't playing, which they're saying he's being assessed this week, that's huge for us. Um, so I, is it cop out to pick him? So no, no, I think that well, that's who I was going to pick. I thought you were going to go with Pookie. Oh. Oh yeah, well he's been trash recently. Too. Well yeah, he he scored a goal two matches ago, so you know you never know. More goals in the past four matches than Jolinton. Mm-hmm. So yeah, eh, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean that's who I was going to go with. Um, I mean you could Andre Duda is another a solid player who kind of I could see him. Um, he's he's there on loan. Um, so from the Bundesliga, so I could see him having Cold a little bit British. of an, yeah yeah. <laughs> Having a, a little bit of an impact as well, being a player to watch out for, because if they're going to try to break us down, it's going to have to come um, from play of like their their midfielders. Uh, one of which you've already mentioned, and dude is probably the, the second best midfielder uh, in their squad. So uh, that's who I'd go with. Um, I mean, and there's always the, the the biggest one that we need to war- watch out for. Not Tim Cruel, um, but Grant Hanley. Grant. <laughs> this guy can absolutely just make it a living nightmare for Joel Just mm-hmm. He's going to man mark the heck out of him. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> well, Grant's going to give Tess Joel Linton and aerial duels, but Joel Linton's going to win the majority of those. Yeah. Just, but Also, it was a joke. So No, no, I know. I, I was just saying that as like, like, I don't know. Like, I know you were joking. I'm just messing with you, Greg. It's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any other thing that you want to say about the match oh. before we take another break? Oh, We're geez. Take another this one. is a short preview. Yeah. Well, we've 20 minutes in. We're yeah. doing okay. Okay. Yeah, well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's take a break so we can do All the right, last let's... five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's take another <laughs> break. Uh, we'll do that right now. Okay, stat time. Oh, and you're you're the preview stat guy. Oh, it is true. I am the preview stat man. Um, <laughs> I have some. Things, I don't know why I said some... it like that. That was so weird. Yeah, I was literally just doing my best to ignore you at that point. <laughs> oh man, um, here's Norwich have lost their last three away matches. Oh, okay. Newcastle have won seven of their last eight home league games against Norwich with their last meeting in the championship in September of 2016, ending 4-3 with two 90th-minute goals. You guys, you should remember that uh, that match. That was one of the original, like, uh, just, like, Matt Ritchie and the whole squad just beating each other up after the win. Like, it was bizarre. But anyway, that's just a fun stat. That is super fun. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that fun to us. Okay. Uh, another stat is, I think that's that's really it. I have. I'm looking. I don't have it. Okay. What else do you have? Um, each of Newcastle's last th- three Premier League goals have come in the 90th minute or later. Um, obviously the Chelsea one, and then the two-two draw against Everton. Um, Norwich have won only 11 points from their last 81 available away from home in the Premier League. Yikes. That is such a oh man! I didn't read this beforehand. That is just like one of those where I'm literally shocked that that's a stat. Okay, um, this season they are a league low. Um, they've they've won a league low five points on the road this season. So as bad as Newcastle have looked this season, like the cards are written for like Newcastle to dominate and win this game, which means we'll probably lose. Um, Norwich are the only sky, the only side yet to score a Premier League goal from a free kick situation this this season. 
Meanwhile, Newcastle have scored more such goals than any other side this season. Than any in, in Europe, right? Or the top leagues. Uh, top leagues, yeah, top five leagues. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one, one, one I have, when was the last time Norwich beat Newcastle in St. James's Park? Uh, I'm going to go uh, 1993. Earlier. Oh, I just made 19... that up. 88. Oh. Before I was born. Before I was born too. Norwich beat uh, Newcastle in St. James Park. They have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They've won eight and drawn once. You talk about goal woes with with uh, with Newcastle. Norwich are equally just. They're actually way off. They're way worse. This is why they're in last place. No side has fewer different goal scores in the Premier League this season than Norwich with eight. Um, and then kind of on your point about winning against Norwich, Steve Bruce has won seven of his of his nine home matches in all competitions against Norwich. So he's drawn one and lost one. Um, uh, <laughs> of course, that number of uh, of of goals scored by defenders and by for Newcastle um, is now up to twelve with Florian Lejeune's uh, brace adding to that. The last team to have more such goals in a single campaign were West Brom in in 2016-2017. Um, and the, the, the Mags have never had more than 12 scored by defenders in a season, like, ever. So Newcastle wow. could legit just, like, break records because... As you as you well know, when we were there's plenty of games left for our new ca- for our defenders to score. So um, yeah, we're definitely going to break that record for us, quite possibly in the Norwich match. Um, new ca- the, okay, I got, yeah, I got go one more for you. Okay. Um. Uh, so so two. Well, two more. Okay. Two of Norwich's last three wins from their last thirteen have come in the FA Cup. Oh, that's um, <laughs> yeah. Against lower tier sides. Well, they didn't they just the, beat Burnley too. Oh yeah, they're they're not lower tier. Oh wow, oh. I, that's that's disrespect by me. Well, uh, <laughs> I thought they were <laughs> they were championship. They, they might be. <laughs> they might. Yikes! Well, actually, no, they're ahead of us at the table right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn, that's great. I was trashing them. <laughs> okay, um, the other one is it's it's a trivia. Okay. I like to throw a trivia for okay. you every once in a while. You mentioned the 2016-17 game, 4-3 win. Uh-huh. Gail had a hat trick. Who scored the fourth goal? Or the, the, the other goal? Gail scored three. Who was the other goal scorer for Newcastle? Damn it. You know what's wild about that match, actually, is a great Hanley was on Newcastle. Yeah. People forget. Um, well, actually, I don't know if anyone forgets. I think they just choose not to remember. Um, <laughs> damn, that's a... Mo Diame? No. All right, give me a position, like a midfielder, winger. Uh, he is a winger. Matt Ritchie. No. Okay. Christian Atsu. No, he currently plays for Guz Tepe. Oh, is in, it uh, Johan Gufron? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what it I needed. Guz Tepe, Johan Gufron. <laughs> <laughs> they go together like bees in a pod. Um, yeah. Just, and here's a final one. We talked about how bad Timo Pukki's been, but he's still, at this point, involved in 58% of Norwich's 24 Premier League goals this season, 11 goals, 3 assists, um, and that is the highest of any player in the Premier League. Granted, 
like I said, 11 goals, 3 assists isn't really a, a crazy number. Um, but it's still, I mean, that kind of is a testament to just how few goals that uh, Norwich have scored this season. So a uh, team that struggles to score is the big takeaway, and a team that has struggled to beat Newcastle. Man, uh, I don't know, Greg. This should be an interesting match. Oh, yeah. Uh, going to 538, they're predicting how each match is going to go. Newcastle are on the good side this time. Well, oh. I hope so. They're, we're going to be the last place team. Newcastle have a 46% chance to win to take three points, a 27% chance to draw, and a 27% chance to lose. So the odds are in our favor to get three points for this match. So I must ask you, Elijah, what is your prediction? For Newcastle versus Norwich, I mean it's it's this is interesting. I mean we're going up against a team that has struggled to score um, twenty four goals and also has given up the most goals in all the Premier League, forty seven goals. And it's not like they're playing Man City, Leicester, Chelsea, Tottenham, Wolves. Uh, I mean I guess we could even technically throw Sheffield in there every week. I mean they're giving up goals and multiple goals against the likes of West Brom. Uh, no, sorry, not West Ham. West Ham, Bournemouth, Watford, Aston Villa, Brighton. Teams that are all below us in the table. Um, I think if Newcastle stick to their guns, they can win this match uh, with a comfortable margin of 3-1. to one. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. why I gave Norwich a goal, but I think Newcastle could score three goals. One of them... So the exact reverse score from earlier. Yes, actually. Um, shout, out to, um, shout out to me and shout out to Greg for thinking, figuring that out. Um... But I think that Nabil Bentaleb will get his debut goal. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, also, he could have gotten against Oxford. He had a rocket of a shot that he, he shot um, that was saved. I mean, it was, like, pretty savable. But it was like, dang, all right. Have a crack, lad. That's my impersonation of British people. <laughs> cool. Uh... So, I've given this thought. Okay. The stats are on our side, Elijah. They are, which is they just, scary. <laughs> yeah, they they just are. Those stats just are on our side. And that feels good. It also feels is a, an important three points for Newcastle here. Yeah. Because you look at the table, and we're, we're at 30 points. Mm. Um, if we get a win here, 33 points with... How many games ago? 15. 15, yeah. Uh, So, feasibly, we just need to pick up six points from 15 matches, which even a terrible side can do. Uh, This puts us in a position where it's like, we're pretty sure we don't have to worry about safety as much. As much. I'm not ruling it out. We're not safe. But it puts us in a position where we're like, yes, this is this is. We're in a good spot. Yeah, it would be wonderful to have, you know, a win. Not not to the degree where we had our little run where we had a, a couple wins in a row. I mean, that would be wonderful if we could just knock out three wins in a row. Don't know if that's feasible, but it would be nice to have that, yeah. you, know, a, a, you know, a win or two, and then, you know, you can play some draws, and it's like, all right, we're getting closer and closer to that 40-point number, which would be nice, especially this season where, I mean, it doesn't it, – it looks – it looks the gap between the relegation zone – and uh, everyone else, especially where Newcastle are, it's getting wider and wider each week. And you know, a win here would just 
kind of helps cement that as well. So, uh, shout out to Newcastle. Um, hopefully, we can get a W. I don't know if you actually gave your actual prediction before I just ended. no, you know, you just kind of jumped in there, well, you know. but we're, it's fine. No, and it's not. I'm going to give it the final score in this one, and I'm certain of it. Okay. Norwich zero. Oh. Newcastle United one. Oh. And I have a bold prediction. Okay. What's your bold prediction? The goal scorer. Okay. DeAndre Yedlin. Whoa, that is that is quite the prediction. Yes, but he is due for a uh, DeAndre Yedlin like weird goal that just like you know errant ball that's fallen to him in the penalty area area, and he just like has a whack at it and the goal goes in. Yeah, he's due for yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, I hope for a lot more. I hope for five nothing, but we'll we'll take wins mm. at this point. So, Elijah, is there anything else that you would like to say about this match? I'm just shocked at that stat I read earlier with just the Norwich have won 11 points from their last 81 away from home in the Premier League. That is just <laughs> such an insane number. Yeah. That is so bizarre. Um, but, yeah, I hope St. James is going to be rocking. Um, it should be a fun match. Uh, I mean, I you know, this is a type of match where if you're – making a debut for the the team which that could possibly happen with uh, you know with you know Lazaro or you know Ben Celeb's first Premier League debut that kind of stuff at home like you want to impress and I'm, I'm hoping that some of the new boys can get an impressive performance and put a good shift in and hopefully score some goals that'd be nice yeah that would be fantastic Elijah thank you as always mm, that concludes our Norwich preview pod mm. I hope you stay with us I hope you enjoy all the content that we've been doing and maybe who knows more exciting things will happen because there's some rich people working. so we'll keep you up to date as always but we appreciate you for listening and that concludes our, our podcast I'm your host Greg Troxell it's the best damn colors in the land Elijah Newsome. this is the best song we'll ever hear I mean, Let's get three points for the last. Love you. Never win the cup again. I'll pray the dark at St. James's Park. If the gala gets into the red, I'm coming home. And I'm proud to be a Jody and to live in Jody land. Some people think we're body and we're hard to understand. They say it's just self-pity And we're not so very tough Cause the people in the big fat city Haven't had it tough as rough I'm coming home, Newcastle You can keep your London wine I'd walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound And me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home The old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names Like Lindisfarne in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gateshead Games I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again 
in the darkness and James's Park in the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London way. I've walked the streets all day. I'll wait for a bottle of the river tide. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound of me mother saying, Hey, how we I'm coming home, Newcastle. I may as well have been in jail. Walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of your own brown nail I'm coming home, Newcastle If you never win the cup again I'll brave the dog in jail